Well, good evening, wrestling fans, and welcome to the first episode of the Haggard Hershey Silt High School Wrestling Weekly. And, Dana, I didn't mess that up. I'm, I'm proud of you. Haggard Hershey Silt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. We'd like to thank our uh, host, Jason Cree, who uh, set us up for our first ever uh, coaches slash wrestling media day that was, took place out in the pavilion. We had 23 people sign in and included uh, radio, uh, newspaper, uh, Wayne TV was here filming. Uh, we had another podcaster here and uh, Juwan Bolden who was there posting for Wrestling Matters podcast. And uh, I just, every coach that we interviewed and, and the whole podcast, all three hours, will be on the podcast this week. And uh, we had uh, Joe from IndianaMat.com stepped in, uh, had multiple interviews, and I, I just think it was uh, a great success for something to just come out of that little brain of yours. Yeah, and I think that uh, we'll see a lot of good from it when it comes to what Steve Cross able to put together in some of his newspapers along with Indiana Matt. Josh Patterson got a, a bunch of good leads that you should be able to read in the Journal Gazette coming forward. And um, just overall, I think it was nice to talk. And you know, Coach Reason and I were talking. We don't really need an excuse to sit around and talk wrestling, but it was nice for everybody to have an excuse to come to get together. I don't, did you go beef or chicken, Rex, on the on your tacos? Yes, I did. Okay, he went for both. So we are joined by our special guest, and it is an annual privilege to be joined <laughs> by Coach Jesse Gaskell. He is the very first all-time guest for our show and he is the annual first guest on our show so welcome to the coach or and welcome to the show coach i Gaston. apologize because numerous times i've tried to give that spot away and dane goes no nope, no it's, it's got to be jesse it's got to be jesse goodness yeah th thanks for having me it's kind of like uh, i was thinking on the drive up here it's almost like an anniversary and you guys just keep making it sweeter and sweeter every time you have more people out out here it's just good times so thanks well, we want to highlight what we have in the season uh, going forward and what our broadcast schedule is going to look like and some of the highlights and what we think will be the storylines for this high school wrestling season. It's a different one this year. Uh, we officially have full recognition from the IHSAA that, that, that girls wrestling is an emerging sport. We talked to Coach Reason about the fact that they've had official practices now two weeks earlier. Uh, we have already, it seems like it's been several years since we've had verification of where the locations are for team state but we know a little bit more about team state this year in october than we have in previous years uh, the 2a team state tournament is going to be at jay county and the 1a team state tournament is going to be at franklin so we look forward to that as part of the sort of the crown jewel of our broadcasting uh, performances this year and uh, obviously we've got an 18 show schedule for this show and we're going to be in multiple places we've got some brand new locations from where we're going to be broadcasting and uh, it just keeps getting bigger and better. Not, not to get off your schedule, but Dana has counted 23 people in the bar for our inaugural show at the beginning of the season. And, and we look for that every week because that's what helps Jason sponsor us. And you get a big crowd of people. I know a lot of them trickle over from the, from the media, David. I tell you what, uh, this can be a regular Sunday night event for the yeah, and there's people. Been, and there's been a lot of great conversations and a lot of great stories and laughs and jokes and talking about different people's personalities. And one of the things that I love most about high school wrestling is the the different uh the number of different types of personalities that get brought together and people that normally wouldn't maybe hang out with each other over the weekend and and then all of a sudden they get thrust together on a saturday morning and they spend all day through saturday whether it's in a in a hospitality room or whether it's uh on a side conversation as you're watching somebody else and i just 
Really appreciate the sport. I know everybody in here is excited about the, the season to come, and, and we at WZBD are definitely excited about our broadcast season. And, Rex, you may not believe it, but we are less than two weeks away from our very first broadcast event, not just our talk show, but we are going to be, for the first time ever on WZBD, outdoors for a high school wrestling event in season. So that's definitely exciting as Tim has finally set up what Sean and I kind of failed to do a couple years ago because of the weather, and that is uh, Tim's Navy and Crimson Wrestle-Off Duels for Belmont November 10th are going to be at Madison Street Plaza. According to Tim, 50 degrees is the magic number for, <laughs> for doing that. Otherwise, it'll be uh, back at the Belmont gym, but he's got, uh, he's got his mind made up that... Uh, we're going to have wrestle-offs at every weight, and he's going to make that happen. And I'll tell you what, I know tomorrow's a Calithumpian, but before the Calithumpian starts, it's the first day of practice tomorrow. Really excited about the faces and the smiles that are going to walk through the door tomorrow at the first practice. And I know Coach Gaskell probably shares the same thing for South Adams. It comes with a little bit different emotion. Uh, the Belmont football season has been over, but the South Adams football season just ended. But as I was telling Coach Gaskell, a couple minutes ago over there in the corner, uh, we saw Coach Mosier. I saw him, at least. You were still, of course, you were still doing all the work while I was leaving. <laughs> uh, I saw Coach Mosier, and he didn't even talk about the loss or how his seniors <laughs> felt. He just said, hey, I got one of those shirts. So why don't you tell us a little bit about our shirts? i tell you what. Uh, we got together and had this crazy idea, and uh, uh, we put some uh, Team Mantra wear, put a uh, website together for us, so just like South Adams football, Belmont wrestling. Uh, there's a link that uh, I don't know. A hundred people in the city of Decatur already have it. I think uh, Steve has been kind enough to put it out on the uh, WZBD Facebook page. The link to Team Montrewear and Dane and I have texted around to multiple, multiple people. But uh, you can go out there and get a, a T-shirt with the kind of likeness of Dane. My likeness looks nothing like me, but it's the best me I've ever seen, so I I'm went missing with the full, it. I'm missing the full beard, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll fix that for next year. But uh, I tell you what, uh, it's one of those things uh, we put together. It's going to be great, but hey, Dane, to slip back to that Crimson and, and uh, Navy match, if that's on the 11th or 10th of November, will there be lawn chairs laid out about the 8th? There probably will be. I know. We'll see. On my way home, I'm going to double-check what the number of, of lawn chairs on Monroe Street is. But uh, we're definitely excited. I know you and I spend nearly every Friday night together, and we've got more Friday nights together. Now, the very first wrestling match broadcast, we do unfortunately have to make sure we add a disclaimer, and that is when Belmont wrestles Wawa C for the very first match for any team in the county, that's the same night as football semi-state. So uh, we are crossing our fingers that Adam Central makes it all the way to the state finals. But at the same time, if they do lose, at least we get to bring some wrestling to, uh, to Adams County ears well, on that night. Well, if it lines up that that's another North Judson play, our broadcasters went up to North Judson and froze their hind ends off So you're year. volunteering to drive to North Judson while I stay here at Belmont to do the wrestling match. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sending Rob and, uh, and Ed Thurman to Judson like I did last year. Well, maybe we can petition Tim to move the start time up to 6 instead of 6.30 and go varsity first, JV second. Yeah. So we can get it on the radio. Yeah, because that, that's an hour difference up in North Judson area. Of course, knowing Tim, he would tell you, what's football? <laughs> but uh, uh, we are really excited about our schedule. Uh, I, as sports director at WZBD, worked hard 
on getting you as much wrestling coverage as possible. We've got some really cool dual meets this year that we're excited about. We're going to talk to New Haven head coach Jimmy Lynn here in a couple minutes. We've got their duel at Adams Central in mid-December. That's following a weekend's worth of dual broadcasts for the ACAC duels and the NE8 duels, the very first annual NE8 duels, as they follow the lead of, of the ACAC. We've got some really important matches when it comes to team state qualification for 1A with Coach Gaskell, South Adams uh, Starfires. We've got weekend coverage that we've never done before. Uh, we even, we, we, we're crossing our fingers. Coach Myers is sitting over there at the table. We are hoping to have some ECIC coverage this year. Sweet. And that's something that we've never done before. And the ECIC, you know, people talk about the Al Smith being the crown jewel of individual tournaments. They, they don't know what they're talking about. The ECIC is where it's at, Rex. Do you ever, do you ever ref an ECIC? Yes, I did. You did? Well, see, that, then I think it was down at East Central. Are they in that conference? Then you know. So, yeah. And then, of course, yeah. we have the IHS WCA Team State Duels 1A and 2A <coughs> coverage that we're, that we're really excited about. Rex, we can't talk enough about the food, how good it is here. I see four, five different meals out there, drink specials. We had great food <coughs> over in the pavilion with the tacos. And uh, if you want to come out and, and have a good meal, come out to the Double Eagle. If you want to have a good meal and listen to our show, come out on Sunday nights. With that, uh, the weigh-in period has ended. We're going to send it back to Stu. If Rana Commercial is back with our first period right after this here on WZBD. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Hi, it's Jessie from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to the Hager Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek Golf Course. Rex Brewer along with Dane Filling for our first show of the season. And... Uh, he is joined now in the interview loft by the New Haven coaching staff, Coach Harley and Jimmy Lynn. Well, gentlemen, work, welcome to the show. As uh, I get Rex off of my line here, there he is. So uh, we just got done with our very first high school wrestling media day, and I think the entire point of the, of the day was to get people excited for tomorrow. So why don't you guys tell me on a, on a scale of 1 to 10 how excited you are for the first practice tomorrow? 
Uh, really, this is not the first practice because we've been going with girls for two weeks, but we're really excited. Uh, I was up in the wrestling room today getting things around, and it's kind of like Christmas uh, a couple months early. So, And now, you guys ha have got some, some special things going on compared to previous years. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what your schedule looks like and where you guys are in regards to uh, Team State and 3A and the NE8 schedule changing and all of those things. Yeah, so as you guys are well aware so we're going to our conference dual tournament on the 9th and the 10th which kind of allowed us i think it's great because it allows us four more extra matches we get to pick up four more dual matches um we got invited to uh, the 3a team state which is it's great and now but we host the bill kerbal invite that weekend so we're still going to host that why we send our a team to team state and i'll and i'll take a time out there i think that's awesome yeah. and i think that speaks to and there's been a lot of people talking about team state and, and the, the ins and the outs and the positives and the negatives. But you guys as a program appreciate your tournament. You want to honor the legacy of Bill Kerbel, who was a great man. But you recognize that this is an opportunity for your team to, to move forward and to move up. Right. And for you guys to host a tournament while you're not there and participating in something else, I think that speaks a lot to the credibility of team state. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor to get invited. Uh, we're, we're in the 3A class now, so it's going to be really tough sledding for us. But we also, you know, I want to give our, our better wrestlers the opportunity to wrestle teams that we're not normally going to see. That's a great thing about uh, being in the 3A class is 2A is represented by a lot of teams that we will see or can see at some point during the season. We won't see the teams that we're going to see in 3A. Um, our better wrestlers are going to have a chance to wrestle, you know, um, upper-level wrestlers that they could see possibly down the line at, at state. So that's the exciting part. But then, like you said, too, we want to definitely honor Bill Kerbel and keep a, a, a tournament going that's been going for, gosh, I don't know. You can probably ask Coach Humble how long it's been going, but it's been going for a long time. And if we don't get uh, the opportunity to go back, we still want to have those teams we don't want to have to start all over again. Right. So. And inform our listeners, again, we, we spend so much time because we're such a local broadcast sometimes on the location of 1A and 2A. What's the plan for 3A? Where's your location? Franklin Community. So, so you're going to be right there with me. So, right. so Rex is staying home and doing the Jay County broadcast for 2A. And my wife and I will be heading down to 1A. So we'll be there right there with you. All right. It'll be a good okay. time. There with where, there in uh, Coach Tante. We'll have to... Send Coach Tante a message and see if we're welcome to spend the night at his house the night before. Or tell you what, I, that, that might not be a bad idea. Rex says no. He's wagging the finger at me. So why don't you guys tell us a little bit. We talked about, we talked to Coach Reason in the podcast over in the pavilion, um, and he talked about how good of a thing it's been that we've moved to any eight duels because he was able to add Wawasee and Prairie Heights and two or three other schools that he felt right in line with where East Noble wants to be or where they're trying to get to. Jimtown, I think they added. What were you guys able to do by dropping uh, Belmont and Huntington North and Columbia City? We didn't do quite as well, but we did. We picked up Oak Hill, which would be a great duel for us. We're excited about that one. First, we got to travel to Oak Hill this, this year. <laughs> That'll rotate. Hey, I just year. went to Oak Hill last week for volleyball. It's not that bad. All right, yeah. yeah so. I went to Wicko, so I'm very familiar with Oak Hill. They were in our conference back in back in the day um we picked up cold water ohio which is a, a drive they had two or three state qualifiers so team wise i don't think they're like you know top to bottom great but uh that'll be good for those kids that can wrestle those and then 
we just stayed local. We picked up lures and Wayne. Um, one of those is still kind of up in the air because I think I got another one lined up that we can pick up. But uh, it it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be to pick up four new duels, at least duels like Coach Reason picked up where, you know, I think we can get better uh, and some good competition. But uh, we'll get better as we go along. So that was our first try. So do you gentlemen, do you envision doing anything differently in preparation between now and December 10th? for those two-day duels. I know, you know, most teams in the NE8, by the time they get to that weekend, they've wrestled maybe one Saturday tournament and a couple of duels, but it's kind of a different monster to go into a weekend knowing, okay, you know, we've, we've covered the ACAC duels before. Typically, it's two matches on Friday, four matches on Saturday, but this is the NE8. There's eight teams, not seven. So you're gonna you're facing a situation where you're gonna have two on Friday and five on Saturday, or maybe three on Friday and four. I don't know what the format's gonna be, right. but is that gonna is that gonna change your preparation leading up to to that weekend? Uh, I kind of like where it's at in our schedule, just because th- this year in particular we're gonna have a lot of kids. We're gonna have some kids cutting weight, so we're gonna have you know about a, a, a month or so, or not not quite a month, but we're gonna have kids cutting down to weight, and we'll have. You know that time to kind of jostle our lineup around and figure out where we want to be and where where we're best going to be and you know um, as you guys are well aware winning dual matches especially in a tough conference you got to have some flexibility in your lineup and we'll be able to figure that out by that point so that's kind of what I'm excited about just yeah. getting kids where they need to be and, and and knowing where we where we need to pick up wins to win matches and I know talking to Coach Myers you know he's talking about. You know, trying to build a program and, and trying to get numbers out. And you guys know the challenges. And you've got a kid who thinks he's varsity material, freshman, sophomore. Then he gets to be a junior, a senior, and he doesn't see that route. And he starts to think about, well, is this team really for me? Or am I going to do something else? Or am I just going to walk away from it? And I think weekends like those, like Belmont's not going to be able to trot the same 14 guys out all seven matches that weekend. They're going to need some of those guys who are backups. Last year, we saw it down at uh, Martinsville. Gavin Davis got hurt. We had a couple other kids who needed replacements throughout that day, and all of a sudden they're wrestling in the 2A state title match, and they made a big difference. They ended up having a varsity spot as the, the sectional roster came around, but like building a team around the fact that, hey, we need more than 14 guys. Uh, does that play into anything as you're as you're recruiting guys to come into this year? Yeah, so this is uh, we're envisioning the biggest team we've ever had at New Haven. We're going to have over 40 kids on our roster, and I think competition, you know, breeds success. So the more kids that you have competing, one, they make each other better, and then two, like you said, if if someone goes down, then we're going to have a worthy and capable backup. So I think we're going to be two or three deep at least at almost every weight, I mean, if not more than that. So we're excited about our numbers this year, which is uh, a good thing to be excited about. So we will actually have your broadcast, as I think to it now, we will have your broadcast uh, when you wrestle at Adam Central on December 13th. So that'll be Tuesday, just a few days after those NE8 duels. Um, tell us a little bit about what you see in Adam Central. And I know that it's been on our schedule for a few years, but... AC and New Haven didn't always used to wrestle each other. Tell us a little bit about about why you keep them on your schedule. So yeah, we uh, God, I can't remember when we picked them up. It's when we added a couple duels. Um, we also Snyder that same week. Uh, Coach Curry does a great job there. 
I consider him friends, so we kind of talked about things and, and picked this up. We do also have the opportunity to wrestle them at, at Yorktown. We're in the same Yorktown and New Haven switch a super duel back and forth, so they're in that as well. But um, And we, yeah. are, we are planning on we will be broadcasting at least one round of that. I was talking to the Yorktown coaches All right. over in the pavilion. He talked about um, some of the schools that will be there, McConaughey, who's another team vying for Absolutely. a 2A spot. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Yorktown will be there vying for a spot. Uh, Avon is there. Yep. I'm trying to think. Lakeland, South Bend, Washington. Your alma mater in Whitco is going to be okay. there. So, uh, should Prairie be a re- Heights is there as yes. well. Yes, and it should be a really competitive tournament. Yeah, it's always great. Um, just and, and Adam Central's got a great team. We, re- we had a great duel uh, last year, I think they they beat us by a match. So um, excited to see what happens. So and and they're you know the top one A. So even though we're three A, it's still it's. I mean we don't beat them every year. And, and a matter of fact, they probably beat us more than years than we beat them. So now, what is your schedule heading into Team State? Do you have a a holiday tournament that you guys are attending? We go to North Montgomery, so it's a two day tournament. It, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting there because we wrestle. They wrestle a dual tournament format on the first day. Um, we were talking to Coach Guard okay, yeah, earlier in the day, and well. they will be there also. Yep, they're there. So we, we got fourth last year. We had a good showing. And then the second day, they seed the tournament off of their your dual tournament, and then you wrestle an individual 16-man tournament. Uh, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. So you get about, you know, depending on how many matches you wrestle in the, the tournament, you get seven, eight matches. So it's good. Well, coaches, we appreciate you guys uh, coming to the media day tonight and coming on our show, and we certainly look forward to four, five, six times in the regular season meeting up with you guys before we meet back up at the semi-state at the Coliseum, and we look forward to seeing what your uh, New Haven Bulldogs are able to do this year. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. And before we go to a break, I want to tell you that nobody handles screen printing and apparel like Team Mantra, where they can even put Rex's face on a T-shirt, people. They're in Bluffton providing high-quality and creative apparel for South Adams football, Belmont Wrestling, many others in our area. Team Mantra takes all the work coaches and volunteers used to do, taking orders and collecting money. They do that work for you. Set up an online store today and let the local experts at Team Mantra take care of the rest. From custom designs to a wide array of apparel and gear, Team Mantra is your home for all your team apparel needs. Visit the brand-new location for Team Mantra Wear on Main Street in Bluffton or contact them online at Team Mantra Wear. Com today, And with that, we'll send it back to the station for a few messages, and we'll be right back with our guest of honor, Coach Jesse Gaskell, right after this. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday, where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Byrne, and Markle. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in Indiana. For over 30 years, serving our many communities with highly qualified, reputable staff, giving you individualized personal care. From peewees to professionals, high school athletes, moms, dads, grandparents, and everyone in between. Contact Indiana Physical Therapy to get started on your road to recovery. Accepting all insurance plans and scheduling appointments within 24 hours. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, 
has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Double Eagle here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill as we make our way to the second period. Have you changed things around a little bit? We have Coach Gaskell with us now, right? We're in the second period, right? Yes, we are in the second yeah. period, and we bumped him from the first period, but that's not because <laughs> we don't like him. Um, Coach, we were at the game on Friday. You want to sum up your thoughts on a South Adams football season? I know I feel like... I can't think of how many different places I went to watch South Adams play football this year, but uh, it was kind of bittersweet. I know Coach Mosier and Rex and I talked about it. He he loves to read seniors' names as they finish up their season and sort of give that, that, that lasting sort of uh, memento towards their, their season being over. But that the going back and forth on the field, and it was an away game, and, and there were a lot of emotions, but just like he made a point to make sure that every player – recognized each other, thanked each other, and and knew that, that sort of this was it. And it, it's been quite a ride for those seniors, and you've got a lot of them on your wrestling team. But uh, just sum up what you thought of South Adams football season. Yeah, for sure. Well, that, no, they're definitely a, a high-emotion game um, to, to end your season with a rival game, packed house like that. Um, it definitely brings a lot to the, to the sectional um, game that they had last week. Um, but, yeah, no, we were talking even on the drive up here, just some of those guys playing um, above themselves, even trying to make whatever they could happen. It's no lie that Adam Central is a tough team. And, and being there at the game as well, it just seemed like they were out for everything. You know, if they're going to strip a ball, they're going to try to take out uh, everything that they can. And so they had their work cut out for them. But, but yeah, we were talking, um, you know, guys like Maverick Somerset playing every down. Um, like it's his last, you know, even when, even when the scoreboard says one thing, he was still trying to make it happen. And, um, Silas making catches, Hunter Conger, even working hard. Um, and, and then guys like Thomas Murphy went down and, uh, you know, obviously these, some of these guys being near and dear close to us, uh, with the wrestling program, but going down early in the game and then calling it to get back out there. Just, just fun to watch. Now I will say, I think the, the, the low light of the season had to have been the game that you missed as PA sort of music guru, and you were replaced by your taller brother. Hey, and it just wasn't the same. I don't know about that. He rocked it. It's, <laughs> I, was, I had, to, uh, had other responsibilities in another place, but Josh, Josh did great. He's uh, in the house. That's why you we're brought just, him up. We're exactly. just <laughs> giving him a hard time. So uh, now it seems like every year we bring you on this show, You've got some magic name that you bring to us that you, that nobody would have ever thought was going to join the wrestling team at South Adams. Do you have any any uh, the secret information that you can share? As, <laughs> I don't think as we top have any secret. No, we don't have any really secrets. Uh, we've got a couple. I mean, honestly, like looking at our lineup, um, it's going to look interesting with bringing a lot of freshmen in. Uh, we're young; uh, those guys are ready to scrap. But uh, but yeah, so you'll see a lot of freshmen jumping in the lineup and. Um, small school, sure, but uh, those guys, I, I would say, of our younger guys that are jumping into the lineup, we're looking at them as pretty confident that uh, they're going to hit that stride going from eighth grade where, you know, you might have been an eighth grade conference champ. They're, it's going to be tough. You know, you're jumping up to the big boys now. Um, and looking at some of these guys, I don't know if there's a secret 
um, there, but it's just that they're ready. Um, they look like they're going to hit this stride probably better than uh, most freshmen do. Um, so the secrets, I guess, would just be that we're going to be young. <laughs> so, so four weeks from tonight, can we expect a 14-man lineup, no forfeits? Yes. Awesome. I think yep. that's going to be great. And I think WZBD has shown some respect to your efforts this year because we have picked up what I think is a really good slate of South Adams duels. We're going to be covering your match against Daleville. We're going to be covering the ACAC duels where you're going to have a chance to go up against Adams Central, Jay County, Bluffton. We've got your match against Cowan. And I don't know who's all going to be at Newcastle, but Centerville. I, I know that I know Cascade, that there's going yep. to be some good ones, and I know Cascade basically jumped in last year, mm-hmm. just like you guys had jumped in a few years before. Sure. Like, hey, let's throw our hat in the ring here and let's see if we can pick somebody up. Uh, we're going to be covering those matches on WZBD and following your quest to get into that last spot in one A team state. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, definitely talking to you earlier a couple weeks ago. Um, just the coverage that you guys are able to get out and uh, put boots on the ground and see what's happening uh, is something that we're super incredibly thankful for. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you rattled off a few of those names already. Uh, you know, it, even back to those freshmen, they're going to step into a not only the jump of what it's like to go to high school wrestling, but also you're wrestling all those teams or team states. Um, you know, Delta, that's our second duel right off the bat. Uh, that's a team state qualified team. A, a loaded team. Yeah, and I'll put a disclaimer in. We had the Delta match on our schedule, <laughs> and uh, we ended up Belmont ended up scheduling Dwanger that night. It just made more sense for us mm-hmm. to do that match instead. But like you guys have put together a schedule to 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 put yourselves out there as what as one of the contenders for that last spot. Yep. Yeah. Again, it's it's making that uh, that jump. Yeah, it makes it harder to jump to high school wrestling, but um, hopefully we can give them kind of put what sink their teeth in a little bit. And, and Coach Gaskell has followed the trend that most coaches have realized when they come and they're guests on this show, you need to bring a shirt. Yeah. Coach yeah. Gaskell shows up with a shirt, good-looking shirt, and uh, Dane and I need more shirts for our closet, really, don't we? I really don't need any more shirts for my <laughs> closet. I have plenty of South Adams shirts already, as Coach Bozier also fills me in, and Coach Odell, to be real honest. And I even have some some shirts from Coach Fonte and slash Coach Gaskell. But got, I, got, I do wear my... I do wear my South Adams shirts. I got my Cowan Blackhawk shirt at home that makes me look like Big Bird. But uh. <laughs> There you go. Very good. Well, I'm certainly excited for this year for you guys. I enjoy following your team. And I, I definitely, uh, from covering a lot of teams, when I go somewhere and cover South Adams, whether it's volleyball or baseball or softball, there's a wrestler grabbing me by the arm and saying, hey, what are you doing here? Talking to me. Actually, one young man hit me over the top of the head during a volleyball game about three, four weeks ago. And he about has gave to be me related a, to you. Gave me a concussion. <laughs> He's related to you, and his dad's sitting right out there. But uh, it's always fun to go to those places and to be snapping pictures. And I'm, I'm thinking that I'm taking a picture of this player, and off to the side, it's really just Silas giving me a, a, a peace sign or something like that. Uh, when I went to high school media day, um, you know, and I told Coach Mosier this. I went to high school media day for football in August, and it was right before school started, and I, I'd never been there before. And immediately, Coach Mosier and a table full of wrestlers were like, come sit over here. I want to talk to you. Uh, and, and gave me interviews and talked to me. And your, your, your team is always approachable uh, and just very interested in what else is happening across the state, mm-hmm. uh, what I'm following. 
and what their schedule looks like and, and talking about ACAC seating and sectional seating. And I, I think a lot of your guys really love the sport of wrestling. Big time. Yeah. No, it's definitely, I mean, it's in, it's in their past. It's, it's, it's ahead of them. Um, you know, and, and just like even these, you know, you mentioned uh, Maverick and, and Silas being at football. Um, they just played their last, uh, their last game last Friday. Um, they're going into their last season as, as wrestlers. And what can we make happen? Um, and we're excited for that going into now, how do you season. how do you feed it how do you transition from friday's heartbreak to monday's practice do yeah. you go with the approach of giving them time off yeah are so you going to be hard on them and say <laughs> i want you there on monday do you use that as motivation for look football season didn't go the way you wanted to now let's put all of that emotion into because we've seen it before those teams that make those long long runs in football like their heart's just not in it in December. It takes a while to get like it's a long season to go from those workouts in July to playing at Lucas Oil on November. Rex and I are tired, and we're only there three hours uh, on Fridays. Sure, sure. This is I mean, you know, this is uh, not common to um, our program starting as early as we are, and so yeah, definitely having the ability to kind of to taper it and start it out slow first thing tomorrow um you know grant and i have a good relationship as far as hey get those pads turned in he's got some final remarks to them to send them on but we're not going to have a whiplash where it's out of one right into the next um so a lot of our guys from the football program won't be starting until tuesday um and so it gives them the kind of that day of of pull back from one and start up right ready to go on tuesday um, but yeah understanding too that we've got some time um, to get ready to feel good to get our weight down where we need to um, so that we can hit the ground running. So, Jesse, uh, we're at uh, Plymouth High School the other night, and uh, during the Belmont match, um, Belmont was kind of cruising to a victory, and he looks down and he goes, which one of the Priestess sisters is that? Is that Macy or Peyton? I I said, still that's, that's Macy. I still can't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so volleyball has ended for the uh, mm-hmm. South Island Volleyball Girls. We followed them part of the season, too, but uh, Dane and I got another week of Belmont Volleyball, and uh, we hope to have a success told, down there. And I'll throw him under the bus, or maybe I'll embarrass him and turn his cheeks red, but uh, Zach Worm, he was there to watch Jackie Suter on Saturday at, at Northwood, and I told him, I said, you know, if you would lose and Jackie would lose, I could have some weekends to myself, but you guys just <laughs> keep winning, and we just keep merging fall sports into winter sports, and there's really no break. So, And that, that even comes down to the fact that uh, if Adam Central continues on their course, and Rex is already mad at me, but I really don't care. Uh, he's going to be covering the football state finals uh, the day, you know, 24 hours after his, his turkey's been digested. And then as soon as he's off the air, I'm going to be covering Belmont at Goshen. Like, it just intersects. And I think that's one of the things that I love most about what WZBD is able to do high school sports coverage-wise. Sure. It, just, it just keeps going. And, and sometimes I think Dane has this plan. He's like, hey, maybe I better ask Rob. <laughs> <laughs> nah. nah I it's just, better to ask for forgiveness, that's right? That's right. That's right. So, Well, I'm glad that you got your T-shirt ordered. That's the most <laughs> yeah, important the sweatshirt, thing. Sweatshirt. That, that comes oh, out of night. Oh, you want a sweatshirt? I want the sweatshirt. Went yeah. to a crew. I did. Wow. Now, did you now? Have you seen the polo? No, the that, polo that, I think secret. looks a little bit. That's a secret. Oh, that's that's not. A, I can't publicize that. No, that's a secret. That's not on the website. Well, if we ever wanted to form a bowling team, I think we have our shirts that are ready for it. So, Coach, we uh, we really look forward to it. We want to keep you right here. We're going to bring in a special guest when we come back from the break as we uh, talk about 
the upcoming season on a on a larger statewide. You know, there is more wrestling than what happens here in Adams County. I don't know sure. if you realize that. Yes. Sometimes we get caught in our little tunnel. But uh, I do want to tell you that if you have a young wrestler and you're looking to develop them and get them to be talked about on our show, uh, one of the places to do that in Fort Wayne is the Fort Wrestling Facility. That's at 1519 Goshen Road in Fort Wayne. And they're building young wrestlers all across the Fort Wayne area, one practice at a time. Uh, they've got lots and lots of live sessions. They've got camps. Uh, they've brought in all kinds of personalities, guys that Rex knows that I don't know, guys who wrestled in the Olympics. I can't remember the last, the last guy that he had in that I was like, I don't know who that is. And, and Andy's telling me, this is my idol. This is yeah. the guy that Kenny I've, Monday was there. Yes, that's who it was. Huh. He was so excited. Kenny Monday's a stud. That mm-hmm. website is thefortwrestling.com. It's open yeah. to wrestlers all the way down to seven years old. We talked to Coach Kraus earlier mm-hmm. in the night, and uh, he's a big proponent. Coach Reason has his boys there all the time. So don't miss the chance to train with wrestlers from all over the area, focusing on technique, conditioning. And one thing that I think you always get when you talk to Andy <coughs> Oberlin is he loves wrestling. And I think instilling that love of the sport while also training is a really big part of what he does up there at the fort. With that, the uh, second period is ended. We're going to send it back to Stuart for a round of message. Be back with a special calling guest right after these messages here on High School Wrestling Weekly. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to the Haggard Second. I'm sorry, the Haggard Hershey's Elf High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek, and we're joined on the phone by a longtime coach, referee, uh, one of my heroes, Henry Hill. Uh, Henry, how you doing tonight? You there, Henry? Did we lose him? I don't think so. Oh man, where you go, Henry? We did. Well, as we him. bring as we bring Coach Wilk back in. I will tell you that Coach just had ankle replacement surgery. We're going to talk to him a little bit about. You there, Henry? Yeah. Okay, we're back with Henry now, out of a commercial break, and uh, we're joined by longtime coach of uh, Penn High School, Henry Wilk, uh, Rex Brewer, and Dane Filling here, and we got uh, Coach Gaskell also sitting in with us, Henry. You there, Coach? Yeah. Okay, perfect. 
So you told me a little bit earlier this week that you're, uh, you're, you're laid up for a few weeks. Why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, when you'll be able to return to action? Well, it's all pending on the big guy in the sky. <laughs> um, I, four weeks ago, well, four and a half weeks ago, I had ankle replacement surgery. I had a revision. I had the old one taken out and a bigger one put in. And uh, I'm supposed to be six weeks non-weight bearing, but the doctor told me last week that I can uh, put partial weight on it, which partial, you know. So I'm on crutches and a knee scooter. And hope to be back uh, by late December. Well, we were the Mishawaka Invitational. Oh, perfect. Well, we were joined earlier in the evening by officials Josh Howard and Tyrone Wilson as they met with some of our coaches who were at the media today to talk about different things in, in, pertaining to this upcoming season. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're looking forward to most, just as a as a fan of Indiana high school wrestling, something that you've been a part of for so long, uh, looking forward to the 2022-23 season. Well, I think, first of all, uh, I think this might be the first time we've ever had a number one ranked kid pound for pound in the in the country. <laughs> and it looks like he might be coming through the Fort Wayne semi-state, huh? Yeah, it, in, it certainly looks Hill. like it, and certainly part yeah. of the Al Smith this year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's being coached by one of my my, my last state qualifier, my, my last state placer, matter of fact, Jeremiah Maggart. Yeah, and, and of course, Coach Wilk is, uh, is referring to Christian Carroll, who has moved to Jimtown this year, and a lot of speculation as to whether he's going to be 220, whether he's going to be 285. I think there's a yeah. lot of, of, of local big guys who are also interested into what decision he's going to make as to whether they're going to be 220 or 285. Yeah, and I, I know imagine. we've talked on this show before the advantages and disadvantages of, of sort of riding the coattails of a really great wrestler. Sometimes you're better off being in the same weight class as one of those guys, but other times when your road is tough and you know you may face him in the ticket round, that's probably not a guy you want to draw in the second round at the Fort Wayne Semi-State. <laughs> It's kind of like a wrestling match, you know. The coach tells you, "Hey, watch out for his fireman's carry," and then he beats you with a double leg. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's kind of. You look for one thing, and you know, who knows? You know, anything can happen in this sport. Obviously, with with injuries and eligibility, and you know, it's just a next man in theory. You know what I mean? Um, so, Henry, when you're the number one ranked wrestler in the nation, you can kind of pick and choose your your team, but uh, that young man's uh, collecting singlets like Dane and I collect free t-shirts. Yeah, and, and a credit to him. Uh, you know, a lot of these, like Kyle Snyder, for example, you know, he bypassed his senior year. A lot of these guys are, are doing that to maybe go out to the United States Olympic Training Center and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, there's not, nothing beats the high school experience, I, I don't think. it's good. Well, he's certainly going to add an extra layer of flavor to the Fort Wayne Semi-State and the two-way team state discussion as he obviously makes Jimtown a much more difficult opponent. Um, and obviously, you know, a lot of what we have in common and, and talking to you is we love the Al Smith. And uh, throwing him into the ring at the Al Smith in December is, is going to make that tournament even that much better. Yeah, it sure will. No question. Jimtown, uh, uh, they're still in the football tournament. So then, and I see some of their, uh, the Watts kid, the 45-pounder from last year, making some noise. He had a real good game uh, the other night, and they got some other sporting kids that are going to be pretty tough. And Coach, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to listen into your your <laughs> broadcast, but uh, who are the tough teams there? Adam Central, Belmont, 
in the in the Fort Wayne semi-state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Rochester. We talked to coach Coach Clint Guard earlier in the evening, and they're the defending team champs, and they sort of throw in an extra layer of 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 interest as you know Fort Wayne's open with not having that big school powerhouse like some of the other semi-states have. It, it it's mm-hmm. been wide open the last few years. From Western to Oak Hill to Jimtown, uh, there have been a lot of teams in contention the last five years. Yeah, you know, and uh, speaking of Rochester, you know, I got a chance to do the Fort Wayne Summer State last year, and that was not a surprise. I mean, they, they're solid, and they're going to be solid again this year, obviously. And, of course, you got your other top dogs in there, like AC and South Adams, Belmont. goes on and on. Uh, Coach, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if, you know, as we said earlier, we have so much in common because of the Al Smith and because of Mishawaka and the way it kind of links us all together. And I think it's worth mentioning that Mishawaka suffered a pretty big loss earlier this fall in losing Mike Faulkner, somebody that I had really gotten to know um, as sort of a media personality transitioning from fan to media uh, and attending the Al Smith for a couple of decades. Uh, do, do you have any stories to share about uh, Mike and sort of talk about his lasting impact on the sport? Well, Mike, obviously everybody everybody that knew Mike Faulkner is a friend of his. Yeah, he had a warm smile. and I obviously done, did a lot of tournaments with Mike. I'll never forget we did the Fort Wayne. We did the uh, team state at Fort Wayne. Asked, uh, two years ago, and we got out about 6.30, I think it was, 7 o'clock, and it was dark out, <laughs> and we'd pack all our stuff in our, Mike drove, he drove his son's uh, station wagon, we had about four or five officials with us, and you know Big Troy Hahn, Big Troy Hahn's sitting in the front seat, and Mike's driving, I'm in the back seat, and uh, we're getting in there, and it's cold out, you know, and uh, Mike turns on his windshield wiper. And and there's a there's a, a small film of snow on his windshield, and Troy is in the front seat getting down. He already put his gear in the back. He's getting down, and as he, as he turns his windshield wipers on, the snow goes on <laughs> big Troy, <laughs> and you can see steam coming off his head. And I looked over at Mike, and Mike was just rolling. He was laughing so. And that those are the memories that I remember of Mike Faulkner. You know, he just uh, just a neat guy, and we had a tremendous fraternity. You know, being from Mishawaka, and uh, and he was a tremendous, he was a tremendous, he was a late bloomer in wrestling, uh, as you know. He's a four-time All-American, a two-time JUCO national champion, and a two-time uh, Division II All-American at heavyweight. And he wrestled some big personalities when he was there. And above, above all, he's a great person, great family man. And and his, his son Austin's doing a fabulous job. And uh, nothing but great words for Mike Faulkner. And uh, we're going to just sorely missing. Yeah, I had the chance to talk to Dean um, just uh, maybe a day or two after Mike passed and just talking about the impact that he had and, and sort of the big personality that he was amongst Mishawaka wrestling and Mishawaka athletics. He's definitely going to be missed. Yeah. Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show, and we know that you're a big fan, and, and we wish you the best of luck in your recovery, and we certainly hope that we get to see you out on the mat as soon as possible, but definitely by the Al Smith. Yep, sounds good. Thank you. Sounds great, Coach. Thank you. Take care, guys. Mm, bye. So that was former coach and current official Henry Wilk, former state champion from Mishawaka, 
and uh, always great to him. We, we wish him the best of luck as he recovers from ankle replacement surgery, a little bit of a tune-up from uh, a previous surgery. But And I, I heard the nickname thrown around out there. Uh, Pat Culp was talking about officials she needed that used to referee for her, and she said, oh, we don't have beef. That was that was Mike Falk. That was Mike. He, he definitely had a had a, a. He was a wide body. He had a peculiar silhouette, is what you're trying to tell he, us. He was thick. Yes, he was. But uh, and, and when he was athletic director before Dean uh, Hooper took over, um, I, I had a really great working relationship with him, and I remember just having a really candid conversation with him. Um, it would have been, I think, the last year that he was athletic director. Uh, talking about the Al Smith tournament, about Mishawaka, and just how much it means to people from Decatur uh, and the Belmont Wrestling Program. And uh, he really appreciated the conversation. And I think that tournament, maybe more than any other across the state, appreciates its place on the statewide scale and understands the, the placeholder that it is. We talked to Clint Gard earlier in the evening, and he just openly admitted, like, Rochester wasn't there. We, we didn't deserve to be in that tournament. It wasn't doing us any good. We needed to step aside to allow someone else to go. And I know one thing that Coach Myers, you know, pins his hat on is that Belmont's still going. And Belmont still has a place in that tournament. And uh, after talking to Mike, he introduced me to Dean Hooper, who really embraced the idea of embracing the history of the tournament. Uh, we put out a program the last two years that has highlighted every single individual champion that the Al Smith has ever had from your favorite plumber from Randy Baker four-time cha- state champ to Belmont's very first state champ and Tony or uh, uh, Al Smith champ in Tony Roman my and next door neighbor it just uh you know all of these things that go with it and I know uh I've got a 13 year old daughter and the only thing she wants to talk about before she goes to bed each night is dad am I going to Mishawaka <laughs> She loves the idea of that tournament, and she's never even been there. So I think that speaks to some of the things. And, you know, you can't talk about Mishawaka wrestling without talking about Henry Wilk. I mean, he was one of their – was I think he was their first state champ um, and, had, and played a big role and then obviously played the, the role of antagonist as head coach at Penn. But uh, I think deep down in heart he really loves wrestling from, from that area. And I think you have a live read here about uh, getting your oil changed someplace, don't you? I do. I need to find it. But I will tell you this. If you need something done on your car, call up Johnny at 8th Street Oil. And it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing or what situation you are. I know there have been a couple times where I've needed my oil changed, but I've been at school and I haven't had a chance. I'll just come pick it up, he tells me. And uh, uh, they've got, they've got uh, a, a, a meager building, but they do great work. He's got uh, good guys working with him. He's expanding. He's brought in some young guys. He's expanded to tire repair and uh, uh, putting on new tires. He's worked on brake systems. He's checked uh, check engine lights. Uh, he even bought a carburetor for me uh, online and installed it for uh, a Ford truck. But uh, if you need some auto work, whether it's any of those things, tire repair, maintenance, oil change, give Johnny a call at 8th Street Oil. Today the number is 301 301- Nine three eight eight and Rex, he's got a promotion, and we're still working on this. He's going to be doing a giveaway each time an Adams County wrestler gets to eight takedowns in a match for Eight Street Oil. What do you know? He's going to be giving away a, a giveaway at our show. There you go. The following weekend, and so look forward to that this season. 
Must be must be present to win. I, I think so. So that's at 316 North A Street between Nutman and Monroe. So the third period has ended. We're going to send it back to Stu over around a commercial. Is back with the overtime period. And a new guest will just pull out of the crowd here right after these messages. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Independently owned and operated, Haggard Sefton Hershey and Zelt Funeral Home, located in the heart of downtown Decatur, has been serving the funeral needs of Adams County and the surrounding area for over 114 years. Whether it's at need, a prearrangement, or a monument sale, our small staff is here to provide comfort in your time of need and make our home feel like an extension of your home as we assist you in honoring the life of your loved one. Welcome back to the Hager Hershey Zell High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Rex Brewer along with a couple of guests here uh, as we make our way to the overtime period. Uh, coach Gaskell from South Adams stays here. Former South Adams coach, now Jay County coach, Eric Myers has joined me on Coach uh, well, let's drop back a little bit. What did you think of Media Day, and do you think that it's going to have some impact on the area wrestling? I, I thought it was awesome, and I also thought it was really neat that uh, you guys put together the first Media Day, and it was in the Fort Wayne area. So um, feel very privileged to be a part of that. I like we're, we're happy that we had a little bit of support. We did have uh, one TV crew there, and he was taking pictures of everybody. He was bringing guys over, interviewing, interviewed the, uh, the whole area. I just flipped on my phone and had a notification from instagram look it was uh wrestle matters podcast he was walking around i had him up i had made a comment about thanks for being there and uh, that young man really works hard and he does a lot about other stuff so people need to i mean we're going to bounce off of him he likes to bounce off of us uh we were glad that uh, joe was able to come down as uh, indiana matt was a co-sponsor of that event and uh it just I, I think it was something that you know came out of dane's dane's idea that he came up with and i think it's something that's going to stick around for a while so, uh, Coach, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, girls wrestling with a couple of those coaches during the media day, but it wasn't on the air. So you had one of the larger, more successful uh, female teams in the area. Now, well, let's touch on that a little bit about how you, your season, because they've been practicing two weeks already. Let me know how your season has been going and, and what that program has become for you. Yeah, it's been pretty great to have uh, the, the early start for the girls. Uh, we have 15 girls out right now. We have um, two of those girls are injured, so we've got 13 practicing every day. And, uh, you know, I was telling a couple of the other coaches that, you know, we, we're wrestling in a tournament on Saturday at New Palestine with, with our girls. So it's, it's sneaking right up on us. Uh, they're excited, though. You know, they're ready to get out there and compete. And uh, it's one of those things, do you, you have a separate wrestling area for them? We do. Um, right now they've, you know, they can practice wherever they want because the guys' season hasn't started yet. But uh, we do have a separate room, and um, now now that it's classified as emerging sport, we we're going to separate uh, guys and girls practices completely. And we have we're lucky enough to have um, three coaches dedicated just to the girls. And just last week, we were approved to have a paid. Um, position for head girls coach and two uh, assistant girls coaches. So, so let, 
break down the, the definition. What does emerging sport mean? Man, I, I'm going to have to have help from Dane on that. But uh, I, I believe they're looking at uh, class, giving it full um, classification as an IHSA sport. And uh, they're, they're, I guess, classifying it that way to keep an eye on it. And if numbers continue to improve and uh, teams continue to uh, get girls' teams out, they'll give it full classification. It's like you're in the on-deck circle. That's what it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've, we've had uh, the uh, commissioner on numerous times. Uh, we've pushed him hard. We've pushed him for answers. And the way the commission is, he's going to tell you what he's going to tell you, and that's all you get. <laughs> you, you don't get a lot of answer. But I tell you what, this program has pushed him hard as anybody, along with Coach uh, Ironside's, uh, what's his name? Did he buy his shirt? Gary Myers. Yeah, Coach Gary Myers. Yeah. Um, I texted the link to uh, the commish, and he said, pretty cool. So I don't know if the commish is going to have one of the high school wrestling weekly shirts or not, but he's got the opportunity to. And uh, what else uh, do you look forward to your program this year? I know that uh, you guys are hosting one of the team state duels, duels teams. Yeah, we're also uh, we're going to host a girls regional uh, that Friday night before okay. team state. So, um, you know, Nat Wood has – uh, offered our, our services and um, you know a lot of pressure on him and our, our club and uh, to, to make sure we do a good job with hosting that along with competing at the same time so it's it's an honor to have the opportunity to host those events and we're hoping uh, to do a good job with it yeah save me the trouble driving around the backwoods of what county did we have to go to last year for that well it was at Martinsville uh, I don't know the well, I, I, oh, okay. The girls, the girls, girls of McConaughey, McConaughey. That's yeah. it. McConaughey. What county bunk, is that? It's Bunker Hill, well, isn't it? it, it Bunker, is Bunker Hill is the closest not, school to it. it. What's that? Uh, it it's Peru County, it's not, isn't it? Not it's in Peru. Tippecanoe is. Uh, anyway, it was a long ways. So yeah, we drove around, but uh, I'm glad that uh, you guys are in uh, in line to host a couple of tournaments this year, and uh, I think hosting the girls' tournaments is how that's going to build that sport, take them from an emerging sport sport into a actual approved sport now jesse do you guys have any girls that have shown interest no we haven't and that's kind of but seeing i mean hats off to to jay county and as well as belmont building the um the the girls wrestling in our area because it it, it opens the door um and you said it kind of like it starts to become more of an awareness and i don't know i think programs like that and up in penn Eventually, you're going to kick the door open. Columbia it's, City had a big girls' team. They yeah, had, they absolutely. Had the first full the duel. squad duel yep. last year. Exactly. So you know, hosting these kind of things and bringing them around our area just just really does bring that awareness. And yeah, it, it doesn't force the hand. That's not what we're saying, but it, it creates more of an opportunity. I'm going to add in an extra bit of trivia tidbit here. I will tell you that Bunker Hill was platted in 1851 by none other than James Myers. So, M-Y-E-R-S? Uh, M-Y-E-R-S. <laughs> okay. So we'll tell Short J that, uh, <laughs> that uh, a Myers platted Bunker Hill. So, yeah, that is exciting that you guys are doing it. T tell us a little bit more about what went into you guys pulling in the two-way broadcast and shortening Rex's drive on that Saturday. Well, it, it was just a matter of, like you said, Nat Wood, uh, he's, he's um, in charge of hosting our elementary duels which is coming up. I think we have 23 teams coming to that. Um, and he just talked to Pat Culp and said, hey, you know, if you're looking for a school to host to a team state, uh, we would be thrilled to have it, along with Girls Regional also, and we were able to get both. And then I don't know if you guys mentioned it, but 
girls regional now, uh, they've moved to four regionals rather than two. Uh, so that went into the decision. So there will still be people traveling to McConaughey. <laughs> I can't remember who has that regional. I, I think McConaughey would come to ours. Okay. You, you go to your semi-states. Now someday when you're gray and old and you're nowhere near that at this point, but someday you're going to look back at those Friday nights you spent at McConaughey and you think, God, that was something. It was it was wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about, you know, obviously you are two-sevenths of the ACAC. Um, you know, we were talking about Adam Central and football and the role that they're going to play. They're going to be late bloomers into the season, but there's a lot on the line that second weekend in December when the ACAC duels are hosted. Tell us a little bit about what you expect in that conference. Well, Jesse and I probably are – we we become AC football fans a little bit whenever <laughs> it comes to wrestling because uh, you know that gives us a little bit of advantage whenever they don't get to practice as much. But um, you know they always have a solid team coming in and uh, South Adams. You know, and Jesse can talk a little bit on that. But they've I've noticed that they have a really strong eighth grade class incoming freshmen, so uh, they're going to be a solid team again. And uh, Bluffton. Bluffton lost some kids, but um, they had some good uh, junior high kids coming in, and Heritage took a step forward, I felt like, last yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even just you know looking at the leadership in both of those teams, you know, they're finding those who are the two or three guys that can generate some power. Yeah. And, and Woodland, um, you know, they're working to improve, and uh, who am I missing? Are we, do we have a, a head coach for Southern Wells yet? Yeah, we do. I and who is it? I, breaking. This is breaking I, news. I, I thought I don't want to misspeak. I thought uh, I, from what I heard, Will Fichter okay. and Jed Perry are going to be kind of taking over. That, that so. those are the names that we needed to hear for Southern Wells wrestling. Yeah. That is great news. Yeah. So, kudos to them for um, bringing back a couple of alumni to lead the program and and you know. Talking about semi-state titles and Clint Guard and Rochester, I hey, mean, and if we, were all, we were all rooting just a year or two ago, it feels like, for Southern Wells to win our semi-state, and they were that close, and so that's definitely something that's within the realm of possibility for them. And if I'm wrong, you get to keep my sweatshirt, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we certainly are excited for this coming season. I know you guys are also excited. I appreciate the cooperation that we get from both of you when it comes to access to your teams and to your information. And I know there are times when it's not fun to give interviews and to talk after a loss when it didn't go the way that you did. But uh, I know that I can always count on both of you for that pre-match information, the post-match interview. And uh, I know you guys are excited about tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's. I mean, like he said, the fact that they're coming off of a football season ending, I think they're chomping at the bit to get after it. So, very good, very good. So, uh, with that, we're going to talk a little bit about our sponsors for the year. We want to help um, promote our businesses that promote our show, and we want to thank Heller Nursery, Paul Baker Drywall, Bowers Body Shop, Decatur Package Liquors, DDD Maintenance and Repair, who are in the house tonight. DDD is very happy to have them here. Along with Haggard and Sefton, the title sponsor of our show, we also want to thank Brad Weber and his support. And Coach Oberlin is on his way home. He is still probably in signal range, but we want to thank the Fort Wrestling Facility. And uh, before we go off the air, we want to just jump in here real quick. We haven't got Wade McClurg in front of a microphone today. If somebody gets a chance to give McClurg 
their headset here. He's hung around all night, and he's a big fan of the Double Eagle. Big fan, yeah. Me and Eric hanging out? No? Eric's getting kicked off. He was, a, he was an add-in. He was a write-in vote anyways. That's okay. <clears throat> we, we appreciate him being here. And uh, Coach McClure, you were, made it down and was able to uh, partake of part of the media day. And as, as a college-type coach, uh, did that impress on you anything about uh, getting to talk to some of those high school coaches in the area? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, a great thing that you guys did. Um, and I know um, Joe helped you guys uh, put that on. Um, yeah, great event. I thought it was a really good event. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of high school coaches in there. Um, I thought it was pretty well attended for the first time doing it. And um, the more that we can broadcast and celebrate wrestling, the better. So the better. It's a great sport. People need to know about it. So. So as uh, maybe a coach listening, or maybe the parent of a high school wrestler, what does Indiana Tech have to offer as far as training opportunities for this upcoming season and the following off season? Um, so we, we, through our Warrior RTC program, um, we run a club, and we just actually finished our last day of our preseason training. So our high school kids that train with us will go into their, their high school season, but we'll continue to do our um, youth program. So our elementary and middle school kids that uh, want to train with us, we work out on Sundays at 4 o'clock and Tuesdays at 7.30 at night at our facility at Warrior Park. Um, and then in the off season, when we get out of high school season, um, we start right back up with our high school kids. Um, and so we'll have a separate, um, you can go to our website, our schedule's on there, but we have um, a pretty cool thing where high school boys can come in and train with our college men team in the spring and summer. And then the same thing with our women. So college, our high school girls can come in and train with our college women's team and work with our college coaches and college athletes. And so it's a pretty cool thing. Anytime you can be true believer anytime you can be surrounded by people that are further along than you um then you're going to grow and get better so it's a it's a great opportunity for kids in this area and then we still train and work with youth and elementary and middle school kids in the off season too so well coach we thank you for being such a big supporter of our program and we like to talk about what you're able to do and uh, anytime that we talk with just about anybody on our show whether it's coach oberlin or joe caprino or you or anybody else it's really about building high school wrestling and wrestling overall in the Fort Wayne area. I know we, we talk all the time about what the, our semi-state is able to and that sort of, that sort of shared identity as a semi-state and, and the camaraderie with all the other coaches in our area, but really just making kids from Fort Wayne believe that there's, there's success out there and that not everything's in Indianapolis. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a, I'm a, we, this summer was just, we're going to like Fargo and some national tournaments and being around coaches from around the state. And it's, it's kind of a joke. Like I, cause I'm from Indy, but I joke with, we kind of joke with those coaches. I'm like, Hey, Fort Wayne semi-state. I think we had the second most placers last year, right? Out of our semi-state. Is that like true? That. Yeah. And so it's kind of like a joke, but I hope it's not a joke. I hope it keeps happening, you know, and, and then it becomes real. Like, um, it becomes, it becomes a consistent thing. And I think it will. I think there's a lot of, a lot of good young wrestlers up in this area. So, um, well, with Christian Carroll coming into Fort Wayne Semi State, that's <laughs> that should a, that's up our a, number that, by one. Yeah, that's, that, that that's, helps. That's a lock. That helps. Um, it helps. I think there's a lot. I, I just witness it. I, I see a lot of really good kids in our area coming, and they work really hard all consistently in the off season. 
and I'm sure they're doing it at other places too. And so, yeah, we just got to get more kids in the off season working together and getting better. And that, that's what it takes. That's what they do in Indy. That's what they do in Evansville. That's what, that's what it takes. And so, um, I think the number that we need to improve on though is that quarterfinal round and that semifinal round. We got to get more kids, um, climbing that podium and, but no, last year was a I think a great step in the right direction, and there's a lot of good. Um, you're just talking to Coach Myers. They got a, they got some really good kids on their team, young kids. That there's all around in the semi state. They got some really good, some really good kids. I think you know, so that can that can do some damage this year. So I'm excited to watch. And I know from personal experience, just spending some time last February and March up at the fort, uh, talking to Andy and seeing the, seeing some of the people that, that that go in there and bring their young kids. He's been able to fill a void where where these parents who understand the sport maybe, but they don't have that connection with a program or a practice facility, and that's something that you've done. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, you literally moved from Indianapolis here to do this, mm-hmm. and I think it takes uh, people like you to be able to do that and to, and to build up the sport here in our area. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of um, – I've been – I guess I've said this before. I've been real fortunate in my, in my upbringing and being around just – really really good coaches and really good mentors and so i think i've learned really well from a lot of people and um and so i'm able to kind of share our share my knowledge and i think uh, we do we have we offer a really good program to help kids and and uh and we're doing it it's real we're doing it there's um the kids that train with us are getting better and uh, i think it's growing and um um and i think the semi-state hopefully they there's a lot of small schools in this area so um if we can offer them more opportunities and, and get these kids together and train together, um, they're going to take each other to a higher level. That's kind of my philosophy. Um, anytime you can surround a lot of like-minded people together, um, kids that love wrestling and teach them how to love wrestling, and uh, they're going to they're going to they're going to get better and excel. And so I think we're doing that. We're definitely in the beginning stages of it, but um, there's a lot of people in this area that are working really hard um, to do, to help this area get better well coach we thank you for coming on the show and i know for rex and i as we start another year of this show to be surrounded with people like coach humble coach gaskell coach myers some people who really went out on a limb and said yes we should have this coach we include you in that group as somebody who's been very supportive of us the last couple of years uh both of our wives are here uh my parents are here we really appreciate all the support as we start another season uh, high school wrestling is here. We're less than two weeks away from our first broadcast. That's not just us sitting here and talking. And uh, I, I, I know we're, we're really excited. You know, but that's not the only sports on WZBD because you have the schedule pulled up there, Dane. What happens the rest of this week? I do. Tomorrow is the Matt Painter Show, and I believe we're going to be able to hear that in its entirety, and then we're going to go straight to Alan Judy as they broadcast the Calathumpian Parade. Now, Wade probably doesn't know much about the Calathumpian Parade, but tomorrow, Indicator, there is a parade. Uh, rain or shine right through downtown and be there or be square on Halloween. It's it is the oldest it is functioning parade in the state of Indiana. Yeah, oh. it's 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 something. I and then on uh, Tuesday we're gonna have the Jeff Brom show as he talks about Purdue's off week and the game that they have coming up against Iowa. And then we have two nights off before we go to Northfield. Rex and I we don't know whether we're gonna be under a tent, whether we're gonna be on the back of a pickup truck or. Maybe on top of a roof of some some press box, but we're going to be there from Wabash County, uh, roughly around 6:45. And then, if you haven't had enough of enough of us on Saturday, we'll be live from Delaware County, 
from Worthen Arena as we listen to Belmont take on Providence in the 3A state title game. Rex, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. There's one thing that we haven't done the last two times when Belmont's lost and we've called the game. We're wearing ties on Saturday. Ties and jackets. I got ties and jackets. We're going to look professional, and if that makes a difference... And then that's what we're going to keep doing. Yeah, because I can wear a tie and get hit in the face with a ball on the floor just as easy. Because when you go to the Wharton Arena, you're right on the floor. Remember the one year when Jackie Suter come flying, almost went through the plexiglass in front of you? And Coach Crawl grabbed her and threw her back on the floor and said, get back out there. So we're right in the action. <laughs> and then on Sunday, we've got the Colts at the Patriots. That's a noon kickoff, so it will not interfere with the more important High School Wrestling Weekly, Episode 2. Listen in next week at 7 o'clock until 8.05 to hear... Myself and Rex, as we interview the next coach, talk about the next round of matches, and maybe even preview a few of those Belmont wrestle-offs. And knowing, knowing how, how scheduled you are, you already have that program laid out, don't you? Yeah, well, I don't want to give away everything. <laughs> oh, and order those shirts. Yes. Team Mantra, where, I mean... Just text Dane and I. I mean, everybody's got our numbers. So just text us, and we'll send you the link. And you go to Team Montreux and get your. Get oh, we got to order one. We got to order one for Wade. Get your. We get your get gear. Wade and with that, I'd like to thank Steve Rouse for taking the time to be on the air with us for about three hours. And this entire podcast will be put up on our podcast page and sent off to Indiana Matt, and they can put it up. So once again, thanks, Steve. Thanks for all of our sponsors. Thanks for the people that came out here in person and witnesses, along with all the coaches that came to the media day. And with that. Stay tuned for more sports here on WZBD.